Hi everyone, I'm Muspel, and welcome back to the Global Exclusive Podcast. We skipped last week because, like Gumi, we did not release any new content. You mean we uh, skipped last week, like all players of FFP did? <laughs> yeah. So this week we've got a new premium unit, Tyvus. Is that how you pronounce it? Tyvus? Tyvos? Well, I think, it's I think like in JP, he's Tivas with a Y, so it would be Tivas. I don't know. But Tyvus. I, I, I don't care. We can call him Theodore. Uh, looking at the JP name, it looks like we pronounced Tyvus. Yeah, okay. Sounds Assuming good. I'm getting that right. Uh, so yeah, okay. um, cookie cutter, classic, premium unit, right? Yes. Alum style. He does fire damage. He has literally nothing else relevant in his kit. I guess there's oh. the, the, there the, the mitigation, self-mitigation. That's kind of the only interesting thing in his kit that's, that's worth maybe I guess, mentioning. I'm not sure. Like, what, what are you going to use this for? I don't know, because the thing is, like, on, on thresholds, like, so it's 90% mitigation for three turns to cast her, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, and it's a grandest, it's only one use. But it's three turns of 90% mitigation, so thing is, usually bosses hit so hard that this is not going to save him, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, this could come up in Clash once in a while, but it's not going to buy you enough time to do a second SLB burst. If you use this and then SLB the next turn. Then even if he's EX3, you still have to go through one turn without that. Like, yeah. it might help with the threshold, but... And you might not be using Tyvas for, like, morale yeah, battles but, anyway. Yeah, so this, is, this is one of those things that's... It's not that it's bad on paper, it's just... It's hard to imagine a situation where it's actually useful. Yeah, it, it, like it's the opposite, right? It, it's good on paper, but it's, like, terrible in practice, because you can't really find a good... It's, it's like, a solution in search of a problem. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. But otherwise, uh, I mean, cookie cutter build um, has the whole Nordic theme going on. Has has Nordic skill names. Has ice and flame chaining abilities with yeah. shit modifiers, like absolute shit modifiers. They have sixty eight X. I don't know if he has any upgrades in his kit that upgrade those mods, but like sixty eight X. That's like rain does more damage chaining. Yeah, I think you're right. Although Tyvis probably ends up with higher attack, so he might deal more damage anyways. Who knows? Hmm. True, true. Uh, but yeah, um, and then what else was I about to say? There was something else about his kit. Oh yeah, uh, damage-wise, he does about half, 50% higher damage than Auron. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's, yeah. how, wait, what? That sounds a lot. Yeah, it's a lot, but that might change when you start looking at higher end gear and stuff, because that's without Auron having his base forms STMR, uh, or their premium vision cards or whatever. So I'm, ah, I'm not okay, sure okay. How, how that changes the comparison. Yeah, c- I imagine it's closer somewhat. Yeah, Sinzar said that most of these premium units basically do the exact same damage if you just give them the, the Rolex watch, right? Like, if you give them all the same treatment, they all get Tybus as STMR, we're going to get to that soon, and so on and so on, then they are both, like, basically the same. Yeah. So, uh, um... But yeah, he's he's fire Auron. That's that's basically it. Um, yeah. And wow, Muspel, I just want to say something before we go into the STMR. Like, I'm really not liking premium banners. How are you feeling about them? They suck ass. Cause like I I pulled a Tyvus, which I'm happy about because I want his STMR again. Cliffhanger. More on that soon. But but I would also actually want to use Tyvus. I actually enjoy his part of the story. I enjoy. Um, season four, so, so this is like a unit I would like to use, but like, yeah, fuck me because premium units are absolute shit on EX zero. Yeah, premium and units are bad, and SLB units are worse as premium because yeah, 
it just feels so bad to wait until turn five and even getting to ex2 is just brutal yeah absolutely i mean i i can't like ex2 that's like three thousand vip points um and a copy right and a dupe or yeah, yeah exactly a dupe and three thousand vip points so i'm obviously just going to ex1 which is kind of a five turn slb yeah like there, there's really poor there's stats. The bundles like there was with tifa and sephiroth and all that but that's expensive yeah, yeah they're super expensive like 25 shards for 50 bucks or something like that yeah you get some lapis with it too but still yeah yeah yeah, uh, so, so and as you all know, premium units don't have exchange coins for shards either. Like, the only way to get shards is either to buy the premium bundle, which is expensive, summoning dupes, or buying the 100 shards once their banner is over, which costs 3,000 VIP points. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, that's, so yeah, that's really all there is to say about Tyvus, aside from his TM and SCMR vision card, which you can go into now, I guess. Yeah, sure, uh, sure. So, what about his TM? Uh, his TM is a great sword with machine killer. It's two-handed. For him, it also has some static attack. I have not looked at his his like top end STMR heavy builds, but I assume he always uses this. He actually doesn't, as I understand it. So what he prefers, well, I guess what he prefers very much depends on what imperils you're bring, bringing, That's right? True. So you might yeah. be giving him equip bow and shit. But actually, from what I understand, he prefers Reyna STMR, um, the sword bow of Unbreakable Faith or whatever. It's called, uh, because it has 100% LB damage on it. So with that and with Yuna STMR, you are good for LB damage. Uh, because his his gearing is is a bit tough, so you want to free up, um, you want to free up materia slots for killers. That's fair. So, uh, so so you're actually not because it's only 300 flat attack, and since it has low static attack, it only has 167 static attack. You don't lose that much by going to Reyna yeah, STMR. That's true. But you gain a shit ton of options for gearing, so... Yeah, still, this is... Like, even if there's better options, I assume this is still not that far behind making it a good button. But it's option. amazing for new players. I should say that. Like, if you pull Tyvas, you're a new player, and you just pull Tyvas, his TMR is going to be, like, a fantastic uh, weapon. If you're a new player and you pull Tyvas, you are probably not getting him to EX1. And he doesn't have his SLB, and then he sucks. That That's, that's a good point, yeah. I guess, like, well, it's only 20 shards to EX1. If you want to buy them off of, um, I guess, yeah, VIP but points, still, but you might not have that. Yeah, I'm not. I guess I'm trying to think. Do new players get a good source of VIP coins? Because I feel like we accumulate them really slowly, and they might not be able to afford them unless they're shelling out money. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. But, but regardless, like it's 300 flat attack. Even even if he's at ex, like it's kind of if if you are a medium player and you don't have Reyna's STMR, then his TMR is really really good. Like you're gonna be using it on yeah. it because it, it has I, so I actually like attack. this approach to TMs as it because um, the problem we have with a lot of these NVTMs is that we look at them and they're like okay this isn't bad but like there's so many better options these days but having it be an item that's really good on the unit itself but not anybody else I feel like that's a good place for them to be yep yep because it means no, no, that I feel you. like even if it's not the best it's still good at least for yep. someone but yeah, we that's should. all there really is to say about his TM. His SDMR... Yeah, but why... why uh, hold, hold on. While, while we're talking about flat stats, I just want to say also to all players, don't forget to do the Chronicle Battle because Taiva's Cloak, an accessory you get from the Chronicle Battle and you upgrade it, is his best in slot because it gives him 500 flat attack. So you want to do that. Um, yeah, just do is it. Is that a limited time Chronicle Battle or... No, I think it's permanent, just like okay. any other 
Like, uh, you only get one, though. So, like, yeah. if you get two Tyluses, then, yeah. But, uh... uh so, yeah. so, STMR is a materia that can be equipped by anyone, well, by any physical attacker. Uh, Which means it, the sword icon in a unit's description, right? Like, yeah. if it has for, a sword once, icon, it's a physical attacker. For once, attacker. these real icons are actually relevant. Yeah, actually, yeah, relevant. Well, so here's the thing, Muspel, I don't know if you know this, but I didn't. Sinzar told me this on Tuesday, that this is actually the first materia or first equipment in a lo big line of equipment that actually does this. It's limited to a certain role. Yeah, yeah. And this, this. I wonder, I'm assuming that it doesn't count the versatile role tag. That's like what? I actually don't know. I, I Probably assume not. it doesn't. So no, if, no, so no. That, I think it has to have a sword. Like If they ever make like a good tank one of these, then that means that when AI Katie gets her NVA, she's not going to be able to use it. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no. Uh, there are some, you know, there are some unique things here. So um, it can be equipped. Like you can also play around with it because as long as one of your forms has the physical attacker role, you can equip it in that form and use it in that form, and then you know shift yeah. on the next turn and still have the buff. So, yeah. so while we're talking so about I the buff, what, what does what it do? The buff? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it increases your LB modifier by thirty x. For, for physical LBs. Uh, yes. Like, if you're physical in one form and magic in the other, it will not affect your magic LB. Um, it it does affect the physical magic type damage, or physical type magic damage, though. Like, Louise, she would benefit from it. Although she can't equip it, but she would benefit from it. Would, would she? Has that been tested? I'm just wondering if it's physical damage or physical attack it cares about. Uh, well, that's what Sinzar told me, so I don't know if okay. it has been tested or not, though. So I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm not sure yeah. if Sinzar was super convinced it would work on her, so I don't know. Uh, and then it also increases attack by 300% and LB damage by 250%, and it fills your LB gauge by 20. And it has a right. four-turn cooldown. Right. So basically, a 30x modifier, that's that's a 10% increase on a premium unit LB. Because a premium but unit most of LB them is... May, maybe a little less, depending on the unit. Maybe yeah. a little more. I've, I'm I am not super familiar with the exact modifiers of these guys, but it's going to be in that ballpark. I, I think like 300 is our standard. It should be at least. Like I think that's that's what everyone lands at. Well, at Tyvis end. has 350. Wait, he does? Yeah. Oh. Three, 380 with a mod boost. Oh. So wait, 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 what does Sephiroth have then? Let me just quickly check that out. Maybe, maybe I'm just completely wrong and that there has been creep. Legendary hero Sephiroth. Sephiroth has. is 350. Okay, so it's 350s, I guess, the standard. So it's less than 10%. Okay. All right. So so it's less than 10%, uh, meaning that we're kind of getting a less than 10% increase. Um, still, though, when you're looking at this, it's a flat increase of the LB. This is going to be like in every whale clear of top end DV and cow. Yeah. yeah. Like, people are going to be putting this on their Laras and cartons. Well, not cartons, but Laras. Not Maybe not Actually, not Lara. Lara's either yeah. in, in Cal. <laughs> okay, so I'm completely wrong. <laughs> but but Sky. They're going to be but, putting but, it but, on but... Sky. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. I got one unit right, at least. <laughs> the yeah, others but... are not LB damage dealers. So yeah, it, it's going to show up a lot as a mod boost. I would not pull for this. Like, yeah, it is good, but I if you're the kind of person that's chasing top ranks in Clash of Fields, you're going to pull on everything no matter what we say. If you're right. not, then this item is not going to make the difference. 
No, and I mean, already, like, the difference, like, the difference is really if you're chasing the top 100 or something, that's when it would yeah. matter, I would say. Because, like, up until then, it's still very much based on your units and your gear and, you know, whatever you've amassed over the years. So, yeah, like, this like is, we like... Said, it's, it's less than 10%. And yeah. since most units, like, Tyvus can multicast this skill, nobody else can, it could make your setup more complicated. Definitely, definitely. Although one thing that it has going for it is that it usually replaces the, um, uh, well, I, I'm going to say usually, but usually replaces the unit's own grandis. So for instance, Sephiroth has a grandis that gives him, you know, 250% LB damage buff and 300% attack. However, Sephiroth also, I remember, has an amp on that shit, right? Uh, yeah, if so I'm Sephiroth not still wrong. wants to use that. Yeah, but here's why I'm saying I don't think like m m this this does replace it because many times nowadays we're actually using a different amp than the but own. Sephiroth's LB is still innately dark so you still want that dark amp <laughs> you're actually better. right there yeah yeah you're right because like otherwise somebody else is gonna have to bring that amp so yeah for Sephiroth that actually sucks well again <laughs> he can do both but then you're prolonging your setup by an extra turn because you need to yeah. do Sephiroth's amp and then you need to do Tyvas's STMR. And the Tyvas's so, STMR is only two-turn duration, so you need to use it on the turn before the burst. Yeah, so I'm trying to think who, who would actually like this, I guess. Uh, well, still of, like, everyone. Out of, like, the good... Well, yeah, but, like, to replace their Grandis. Oh, yeah, yeah, one. okay. And, well, Tifa and Sephiroth both sure have the some. element on it. I, I yeah. don't know about Auron. Um, I mean, Sky... Sky doesn't need anything, so Sky definitely can use this. Um... And uh, Lara is also a, well, Lara is a stacking LB burster, so she would just use this before whatever turn she's doing damage on. But again, technically, like, you know, we shouldn't recommend people for, for pulling for this STMR only. That's, that's, yeah. that's just madness unless you're really going for the high ranks. But okay. if you are, then this is going to make a difference. Yeah, and then the last thing that he has is his card, which... As with all premium premium cards, may as well not exist. Yeah, exactly. Because like, I still don't have a premium card. But let, let's let's imagine what it would be like if it did exist. <laughs> yeah, it would uh, probably have like 125 attack and a killer. That's what I'm guessing. 125 attack and a killer and 80 percent attack. Yes. And for FFBE units, 500 static attack. Yeah. Which is most of these cards that give static attack, they give it to like a series, which means like one or two units. FFBE is a much wider net to cast yeah but since our beat me up on this one immediately because he said yes of course more units can equip it but none of them are relevant <laughs> so it doesn't fucking matter i mean sky uh carton Ca um, wait so he mentioned carton but i forgot would sky count i assume so she's an ffbe and she's an ffbe unit uh oh, shit let's see um well sky and carton are there? definitely amazing for this especially sky uh wow Okay, okay. Shit, now I have to get this fucker to EX3. Okay, thanks for that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so good card, but preposterously expensive, not worth it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's the banner. So... We have the Bosch Rush. Want to just say something about it? There's a, I, there's I haven't a, done it yet, so... Yeah. There's a sweet 3,000 Lapis reward, so that's nice. Um, just as last time, there's an easy version and a hard version, although we don't get to... Like, it's not like the summer unit boss rush where we got all bosses individually and then all of them together. We just have an easy version of three bosses and a more difficult one. Um, this one is much easier, I feel. It's it's not at all as geared towards a single unit, although Taivas is, of course, 
built for it. He builds the killers. And fire is one of the vulnerable elements. Earth is the other one. It's also AoE battles, which plays into Tyvus's advantage, because he's an A we should have mentioned that. His his LB is AoE, which is a big benefit up from Auron. Cause Yeah. Yeah. There was I mean, a time when AoE was considered a downside, but that was when we were in a, an era of multicasting. With LBs, yeah. it's not a problem, because it doesn't cancel. Yeah, you don't care. Well, the thing about the LBs, I guess, is that you can still have shit luck, and like it won't hit if you use it after the boss is dead, right? Yeah, but it's a lot easier to time, because you don't have to worry about the first cast of, from your yeah. damage dealer killing it. Exactly. Um, but, but this one is weak to fire and earth and it's, it's fairly easy to clear. Like I've seen people clearing it. Like I use, I use cyan. I use cyan as my solo DPS to clear all three, uh, all three, uh, boss battles. So that's, you know, that should probably tell you how easy it is, I guess. Like how, yeah. how approachable it is compared to the other one. Yeah. But yeah. It Not that cyan is bad, mind lapis, you. But... So, you know. Yeah, it's really good. And it has one of these Envy Awakenable uh, exchange tickets uh, that you can use to exchange for NVAs. So I guess, like, you shouldn't really be going for NVAs because NVAs are trash. Instead, my my tip to players is look at the STMRs that the units have and go for one of those if you don't have it. Like, if you don't have, like, Infernal Fire Rain, that's a good STMR, so go for that. Infernal Fire Rain and Eileen have good STMRs. There's some of the NVAs that aren't that bad like fid is fine seek hard could yeah, sure. be useful uh maybe ignatio if you're very very desperate for a fire imbue yeah then you have to be really desperate but yeah the rest of the units in here are really bad you could also pick up veritas of the dark who is great for arena if you care about that for some very yeah, very true, strange true. reason although cyan is better just putting that out there so if you already have cyan well you could have both i guess on your team yeah. um okay so that's it. That's it. It's really simple boss rush. It was enjoyable to do it with Cyan. So I did it with both Tyvas because I shittered him and Cyan. And in fact, here's another thing of the premium bullshittery, okay? Um, Tyvas EX1, or sorry, Tyvas EX0 was much harder to uh, like do a, a uh, um, three-turn clear of than with Cyan. And uh, that's, and you know, like we all know Tyvas is supposed to be super creep uh, and so on, but Again, I couldn't use his SLB. I um, didn't have all the EX stat buffs, so it was actually harder. So that's interesting. It was easier to gear Cyan. Yeah. Uh, so what we're going to do now, since we have some time left over, since that's the only oh, unit. Oh, I day. know what we're going to do now. We're going to talk about the raging sexual tension, right? Okay, and uh, what we're going to talk like, about can you is imagine we're going to kind of do like a retrospective of what happened last year. We're not going to cover everything because we don't have time. We're also going to try to not talk too much about stuff that's still relevant. So, like, for instance, Crescent and Bulwark, they came out last year. People are still using them a lot. We're not really going to talk about them. People haven't forgotten about them, and what they've done to the game is pretty obvious. We're going to try to look back at stuff that people may have forgotten happened in 2021, or stuff that came out and it's been a while, and we want to kind of look back and say, okay, here's what we think the long-term impact of this was. Yeah, and I want to say when we and Muspel, when we and Muspel were going over the list just before the episode, I was actually surprised by some of the things that were in 2021 because they felt so so much further away. I, I think like the first entry yeah. on our list is is very, definitely that. Yeah, the very first entry is something that people might not realize might have thought was older than this by now, which is tag chainers. They they came yeah, out the, in 2021. At least I'm pretty sure that was the first tag chainer, right? 
And I, I mean, I feel like they have been around forever. That's that's how I, I feel. Like, tag chainers have been here. But yeah, it, it was with, uh, I guess, like, Axtar and Cleo and whatever came before them. Uh, I think the first one was Rain and Fina, right? Raina? No, wasn't it? Um, wasn't it Laswell and uh, Reagan? Uh, they came out after. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So Rain and Fina were the first. Okay. Yep. Yeah. At least that's what it looks like to me from looking at this list. And no, no, I trust you. I'm just making sure. I, 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 I believe you. But yeah. So tag chainers. Uh, the first batch was not like they had tag skills, but their tag skills were generally not very relevant. Yeah. Um. It wasn't until. Who was the first, like, genuinely good? You, you, who was the first unit that could use tag chains and their tag chains were actually relevant? Because most uh, of them were damage I'm going to say Oliveira, because I don't think it's anyone but, before Oliveira. Uh, I feel like, I mean, I know Reno wasn't top tier or anything, but I feel like Reno saw a lot of use. Who? Reno. Reno who? Like, is this Reno. one of those, Reno you know, can these nuts fit? No? Okay. Reno from Reno. Final Fantasy VII, the NBA. NBA. Oh, I I forgot that that unit existed. NBA. I'm sorry. <laughs> like he, he 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 was far from top tier. I think it was mostly because he was free. He showed up in a lot of clears for a while. Okay. Um. But yeah. Uh. There were obviously better units than him. But um. But then but, but also, I when we're uh, talking about tag chains, I do feel that uh Gumi and Alim are valuing high chain tag chains highly because we see true. that. Constantly with tag chain units, they do less damage. So we've seen this in the Dragon uh, Quest Monsters banner. Um, we've seen that with, well, Oliveira is maybe an exception because Oliveira actually does really good damage anyway. But um, we have, um, well, everyone else with tag chains, even the Elric Bros, they do. Elric yeah. Bros were twenty twenty one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they've kind of done, you know, not top tier damage because they seem to value a unit that can chain for itself. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's the first units with tag chains, like, like we said, they didn't do a whole lot. Oliveira, I think is like, like you said, the only unit with relevant damage on a tag chain. Um, but I think this is, it makes me hopeful for the future because chaining kind of sucks. Like it's not, it's not as bad as it used to be now that most of our families are less miserable, but it's still a frustrating mechanic. Hey, I just pulled, uh, Ice Reaper Kurosame, um, from the free pull. Congratulations. Uh, I've already done all my free pulls. <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, no, I, I agree with you. I would like to see more. Like I tried to put Oliveira in my clears just because it's so fucking convenient. <laughs> that he cha- No, no, but I'm being serious. I, I am putting him everywhere. And, and um, the only thing I think right now is stopping me from enjoying tag chainers fully is the stupid 100 chain uh, requirement on yeah. clears for relevant content yeah um but yeah tag chains came out this year what else what else do we get oh oh let's talk about asura that's that's fairly early in the year as well okay. right yeah so but did i skip wanted... something no so asura was the last hurrah for real trials yeah like, there was a thing called trials back then yeah so hard bosses that were not time limited that gave you meaningful rewards yes and that that has not been a thing since Asura. This was a great yeah. fight. It was the first fight. Actually, hang on. Wasn't Genies after Asura? Genies. Uh, it wasn't even be, uh, Bahamut after Asura too. But but I, I remember Asura as like the last fight that people kept rerunning and revisiting. And like if you just That's look true. at Zinzar's channel, he has so many clears of Asura because it was kind of a really good benchmark in many ways. 
for for your units and and it had these mechanics where new units with powerful mechanics could kind of negate it um so people kept revisiting it but, I, th- but I guess the me, thing with Asura is that it didn't it had a uh complicated ai with real mechanics and it didn't feel gimmicky because like the stuff after that yeah, yeah genies did very little aside from smack your tank very hard yeah, exactly Aemon, like either Aemon you survived unique, it or you cheesed yeah. it and Amin wasn't easy and he had a unique mechanic but it felt like a gimmick fight yeah yeah no agreed like asura i still think asura i'm, I'm standing by what i'm saying like i still i think asura was the last real trial now we have had some difficult trials after her but like she was definitely the last real trial that I feel was a trial and not a gimmick, not not a not a weird cheese strat or something like that. It was it was an yeah. actual trial with mechanics and and complex AI. And back then, it took many turns. Like yeah. I think people were clearing it in like fifteen turns and stuff like that. The, I, the I would love to see more stuff like this, but it, it seems like and all we are that not gonna get it. Gone into time limited content. Yeah, it, it's we'll been confirmed. Later. You know, like cow is the only thing that 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 kind of makes that, that matters. Yeah in in fb so uh and that has been confirmed so yeah the next thing that happened this year was that alan completely forgot why it was that they gave true dual wield units the higher chain cap oh yeah (laughs) and they they introduced uh savior of souls lightnings stmr and uh and some other items that boosted the chain cap over time and now the result is that true dual wield units almost always lose to tdh units yeah Listen, listen. So, good work there, Alan. Deja vu, right? Because this has literally been happening. Like, this battle between dual wield and two, yeah. and TDH has kind of been happening since the dawn of FFB. And they still haven't... F- yeah, like, I, like when, the fir- when the game first came out, it was, okay, dual wield units are better at all times because they cast right. twice. So let's give TDH units, let, let, let's let's introduce like actual true devil hands that they can use two-handed weapons and they can advantage the variants. Let's give them multicast. Yeah. Okay, now no, 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 no. using so, dual-wield units. Let's give dual-wield units true dual-wield and a higher chain cap. Now yeah. they're winning. And now we're back to... Oh, yeah, but so you for, because it, you're absolutely true. So like dual we were just better for multicast, and then but but you forgot one, which is like true dual hand start started becoming good before multicast because of the high stats. There were some units you could cheese this on, especially on JP where you could stack TDH. It wasn't as big of a thing in in GL because we had a harder time getting that full cap. Um, but yeah, it's kind of been this race. Like one of them has been better, and, and then the other one gets like a buff to just make it better back again so if i look into my crystal ball or ask my magic eight ball what's gonna happen is that td tdw is gonna get an 8x chain cap coming up and and that's like you know or or they're gonna get variants actually you know what that's actually gonna happen like we're gonna get no they're just gonna rate they're gonna what they tried with tdh at first was they raised the tdh cap to to 400 percent oh yeah yeah yeah. yes yes so they're gonna try raising tdw to 300 yes and then they're going to give it a higher yes. chain cap. And then they're going to do that to TDH because it's going to fall behind again or something. I don't and know. And it's interesting because, you know, like I get it now. Now everyone is doing damage with their LBs. So kind of being a TDW right now is worse because given the morale gear that we have from Cow as well as uh, Lightning STMR that you just mentioned, you can get TDW units like Tifa and gear them TDH, which is like the preferred build for her now because she gets variants and does a lot more damage. Um, yeah. So it's yeah, it's funny. <laughs> they've been doing, they've been playing this game yeah. for a while. Yeah, FFB is a game created without thought. True that. Uh, but the next the next thing on my list 
is City. Oof. Lightning fast City. Definitely the start of a meta and that still hasn't ended. I, I, would, I would have to go re-listen to the episode, and I'm not going to do that. But I'm pretty sure that when Zidane came out, I said he was terrible. And maybe it was people on the episode, maybe it was people on Reddit. But everybody was like, I mean, it's not that he's great, but is he really that bad? Yeah, yeah. In hindsight, yes, he was that bad. Yeah. Okay, first of all, he has done some fucking unfor- unforgivable things to FFB, okay? I am tired of singing for five fucking turns, Zidane, okay? I don't want that shit. Yeah. I don't want that shit. Zidane was... Zidane was sort of the genesis of the modern unit design of this unit has an yeah. LB, and that is Yeah, their exactly. Like, well, I mean, to he, be fair... He's, he's more bare-bones than some of them, because uh, the modern units do, like, provide some of their own buffs, at least, which Zidane yeah, really yeah. didn't. But it's still... His design is god-awful, and they've copied it in almost the worst way that they could, just over and yeah. over and over again, and I I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. Like, I feel that um, LB... LB or or making the game all about LB cappers was starting to become a thing already with you know lateral Reagan and so on because units were starting to go down that path where you know even Tifa was kind of starting that meta but Zidane was really the one like the unit you said it well the unit has an LB and that's it yeah so and we're still getting these units so this is still this is still this is still what's happening and I get it like you know. Uh, one thing, like a part of me likes it because I think an LB should be powerful. That's the unit signature move, right? Like it should be something that's strong and, and that you should really desire to use in a trial as soon as it's up, kind of. Yeah, but it shouldn't be the only thing they Agreed. have, which is Agreed. the problem. That's that's why why I hate like um, some well all of these unit designs where it's kind of all about just getting the LB up again. And again and again, it's like it's the benefit, or or it's kind of the the um, pro that the Sephiroth has over the SLB premium units, which is that Sephiroth can burst back to back if you you know like just make sure that his LB is filled. Yeah, uh, and even then, it'd be fine to have a unit where once in a while they get a unit where the unit is their LB and their whole kit is built around yeah. supporting that, and that that would be okay. But it's every unit yeah. nowadays. There's, there's almost nobody that does anything different. It's so well, uh, you know, like they do try to do it sometimes different with like Tiana with. Um... Well, that, that's that's Gumi. I'm talking. Oh, about okay. Yeah, yeah, Alem. sure. Okay, Alim does nothing of, of of the sorts. But I was also gonna say the units that don't just have an LB are usually just worse. You know, like Chainers, like Noppy, yeah. like Duran, like, uh, well, even Oliveira, although Oliveira's biggest burst does come from their LB, but it's kind of like still not there. Um, so these units are worse. Like, they are not there um, because... Oh, well, Car- Carton's fine, but yeah, for the uh, most true, part. True, true. Carton is the exception. Um, yeah. So yeah, what else is on your list? Uh, the next thing on my list is the fan-designed units. We're not going to go too deep into these because most of them are still relevant. I just kind of want to say that this is, I think, this is what saved 2021 from being a horrible yes. year. Or at least th- this is part of what saved it. Not all the fi- fan design units were great. Uh, but this was where we started to see unit design again that had some thought put into it. Units like King Behemi yes. uh, and um, Cacteria, Cacteria uh, Igni, units that, that were more than just a walking LB. Not all of these units... Like, Igni has some other stuff. It's not super relevant, but they put thought yep. into it. King Bohemi was great. Cacteria was great. I mean... It was just nice to see something where they took more than 
five minutes yeah. to design. I mean, unit. even Noppy, the kind of she was underwhelming both on release and after her. Well, not underwhelming after upgrades, I guess, but like, kind of she was still a fun unit with with, with some thought put into her kit, and uh, yeah. So that was kind of when Gumi started showing us that you know there was another way of doing units other than the yeah. Alien way. Yeah. And then the next thing on my list is Clash of yeah. Wills, which was we talk about this pretty much every month. So there's not. I don't want to. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let, let's let's just repeat. And even if if I even if I did, I, I'd want to give it its own yeah. episode to really breathe. But Clash of Wills was it's it's them trying to reignite the love that people had for Trials, and it has its problems. We've talked about them a lot, but it's still a yes, big it's, it's definitely game. going in the right direction. And listen, Muspel, we can't talk about well, well, I mean, or, or at least I feel they're experimenting. They're they're trying new things. They're doing different yeah, things. I, I mean, there, there there's arguments to be made that season two was worse than season one, yeah. but it's still better than what anything ALM yeah. is doing. Yeah. And, and listen, we can't mention Cow without giving me full credit for it being released on GL because I am obviously the man behind Cow. Obviously, obviously like yes. nobody else could have had that idea. Okay, nobody. Like it has to have come from me and nobody else. Like nobody is smart. So did you come up with a scoring system? Uh, no, no, no. That was that was all Gumi, okay? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Yeah. But it's it, it's we we it's... joke around it, uh, about it, but of course there are other games that have similar systems. I uh, I I I compared a lot like when we were talking about this in the pod when I was saying, "Hey, this would be such a cool format." Uh and and then it happened, so that's why I take that's why I take blame, I guess. But no, but but at, at that point like <laughs> Ark Knights had had it for for um, a while already, like that format where you're kind of in, 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 you're kind of imposing handicaps on your own party. But one of the biggest yeah. ones that I I really you know talked a lot about still hasn't fully happened, and that's the one where healing modifiers get tuned down drastically, and where you get to fight a battle of attrition again. I mean, I, I was the one that brought that up first. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I was just like, saying they, it they, like they finally... in, in, in terms of cow, kind of like we were talking about like battle of, yeah. battles of attrition and getting healing down a lot. But I was saying like, hey, as a modifier in this format where you're imposing a, a handicap. Oh, um, yeah. But that's still like they've. Well, they, they, they were the ones that proposed that. Like that was in the original proposal. Yeah, I know. Flash. I know. That's why I was so happy about seeing it because that was one of the handicaps we were talking yeah. about in the episode that like came before oh, Clash. Yeah. But unfortunately, that has still not happened in the way I at least hoped it would, where it would actually create the Battle of yeah, Attrition. They, they added it as a, as a mechanic on a boss, but it doesn't matter much on yeah, that fight. at all. But at least the potential is yeah, there. Yeah, I, I hope they ex- keep experimenting with that. I really hope that we do get this Battle of Attrition type cow battle where, uh, I, I mean, there are many ways of doing it in AI, but but I would just want to have like a battle where you kind of have an attrition down to 20% where that might be an HP lock or whatever the fuck. And from then you need to do your burst because that's obviously what we're scored on. But at least up until then, I would really like to kind of make mana and amount healed matter, right? <coughs> and of course, yeah. And it needs to be yeah. across the board because we have units like Bulwark that just heal percentage. We have units like fucking Tilith, right? She also heals percentage. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I, guess, I guess my closing thought on Clash of Wills is that even when it's bad, it still makes me hopeful for what it could be. And there's no, there's not much in the game where I can say There's that. just another human activity that you could say the exact same thing about. Can you guess what it is? Uh, so the last <laughs> thing on my list is the worst thing to, to ever happen oh. to the game. 
and that is pretty. Oh yes, 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 yes. Fuck yes, so many times. So yeah, so they started in 2021 with Cesar descendant Aerith, and they tried to soften the blow by giving her to us, yeah, for free at EX2, yeah. and I think it worked. People didn't complain as much as they could have because they were really excited over their shiny new toy. But every single other premium unit since then has just been unrelenting yeah. misery. Like, people were hoarding for Sephiroth and Tifa, and I imagine most people got one or both of them if they were hoarding like that. But everything since then, oh my god, it's just, holy shit. It's yeah, so I, I agree. And and but, but here's the fun part, because obviously we know premiums came from the Alim side, from the JP side, as a, you know, as a way to kind of, uh, uh, well... When I say make more money, I don't mean that in a negative term. I mean that just like a game has to be profitable to work, right? Like they have to get salaries. But, yeah. but it was it was a way to just monetize banners more. That's what I want to say, right? Like it was a way to get players to invest more resources into getting the units and getting the EX levels. And I think it's great because Gumi kind of counterproved that that's definitely not the only way you monetize banners uh, or maybe even that there are better ways of monetizing banners because Gumi has been not doing premium units at all. They've instead been doing cow units and those have been working really well um, because, you know, there are these natural incentives for EX3, but they're not a must in the same way as, as well, they are if for super high clears, obviously, but like not for the unit being usable is what I want to say. And that's the big difference, right? Because you still want to enjoy your units. You don't want them to be absolute terrible unless you have EX3. So yeah, I, I, I just... Yeah. Maybe maybe we should be doing what Sinzar is doing, where we all just collectively only care about Cal and just forget that premium units like Tybus even exist, even though they are powerful. Yeah. I think at the time that they started doing premium units, I think what I said was something to the effect of Gumi is caught between a rock and a hard place because these units are designed intentionally yeah. by Alim to be overpowered and yeah. they're priced to match that. So Gumi only really has a few options. The first one yeah, is they, they nerf the that. units, which is going to make people mad. The second one is that they release the units at a normal price point and then people skip every other yep. banner because they have these overpowered units. And the third option is that they delay the units yeah, until yeah. they're not overpowered, which still makes people mad. And the fourth one is release them as premium units, which make people mad. So they definitely they were stuck in a horrible situation. I think in hindsight, I still yeah. wish they would have nerfed them or, or them. or you know, did the kind of the GL treatment where um, I don't know, I, I don't know. I mean, it's not worth thinking about. Premiums suck, but but we don't have to worry that much because we have the better content on GL. We have cow 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 units are not premium. So yeah, I I think it, it's more hype to cow. Honestly, like that's. Yeah. I would, this is kind of off topic, but I would be fascinated to see, like, do JP players do, like, the actual, not just the ones that hang out on the Discord server, but the actual ones in Japan, like, do they know about Cow? Do they talk about well, it? Are they interested in it? I'm just wondering, like, do, do they clamor I, I, for Alan? So there is this, um, didn't happen that long ago, but it was either an update video or something else where uh, Alan did say that there is a new content format coming to JP, and a lot of people suspect that it could be cow in jp as well so um i don't know uh but yes i do think that people look at cow and fucking drool because it's so much better than, than what like so so much better than dv 
uh, in every aspect. I just wish, like yeah. my 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 gripe with Cow, like I think it's fantastic. I think they're experimenting, they're trying new formats, and I'm actually having fun with the game. Many other players are saying that again that like Cow has brought back their joy for the game. I just wish they would do away with the 100 hit cap. Like fuck that shit. No, nobody wants to do that. Like, come on, yeah. nobody, literally nobody wants to do that. Please get that shit out. Yeah, or like I'm fine with having a chain requirement, but it needs to be something that is reasonably attainable with the families that people actually use. Because as it is, yeah, it's, it's just, just dumb. So and like high. you have to like set up a turn oh, for just breaking the chain cap, which also doesn't make sense because then you just you just need to chain to a hundred on one turn, but then you don't on your killing turn, which is just dumb. It doesn't feel right. Yeah, I think like I think seventy or eighty would be. Maybe 60. Like, 60 is two units with SR, but if you don't have units with SR, you can... Well, 60 is two units units with SR and a finisher, but yeah. Which is usually what you do. And that makes sense. Like, they could do a bit more, as you're saying, maybe go to, like, 70 or 80, where you're forced to kind of have your supports chime in as well, right? So you're actually tagging in bulwark there as well or something, which is fine. Uh, Yeah, 70 is going a bit out of your way to do it. 100 is just, like, you need to yeah, devote yeah. an which entire sucks. turn which to it, basically. Yeah, agreed. Which agreed. is dumb. But I am so happy that we have Cow. I'm honestly so happy that we have Cow, and I'm honestly so happy that I am the sole reason for Cow existing on GLs. So, you know, you can keep praising me, uh, all listeners. Actually, nobody's listening this far in. Like, we we could be talking about erect nipples. <laughs> nobody's going to know. And that's, that's, the end of the, <laughs> that's the end of the episode, everybody. See ya.